Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast, the DDP for short. I'm Paul White. It's the 15th day of June. We have arrived at the middle of the month, and this is, of course, rapidly approaching the middle of the calendar year. As always, can you believe how quickly time gets away from all of us? Well, I have not been in a rush in the Gospel of Mark. That's obvious. I look back at my notes, and we've been at it in the Gospel of Mark. Of course, we started this introduction to the book way back on January 1st as sort of a way to kick off the new year. I didn't have any idea how quickly or with lack of speed we would move through the book. I didn't, couldn't have guessed, but here we are in the 10th chapter. I don't think it's going to take the entire year, but I think it's going to take the bulk of the year, and I'm not a bit mad about it. I'm having a good time. This, these Gospel journeys inform so many sermons for me. They they get me thinking in in special ways because they force me to take a little deeper look every day at the same set of verses and say, what would I want to say today for seven or eight minutes about this? When you do that consistently through a book, you start to see a lot of things you missed. You start to hear the Spirit say things through you that you've never considered or you hadn't preached or taught. And so these gospel books, more than any other books we go through, really, really do great things for me in preaching. And I love it. Most of you who have followed our ministry for a while know that we hang our hat on trying to put the spotlight on Jesus. I think if you put the spotlight on Jesus, you can you naturally pull the spotlight away from yourself. And while we want improvement, transformation, growth, enhancement, it's almost a paradox that the more you work on all of those spiritual things, the less it works. But the more you look to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, become taken with him, impressed with him, moved by him, the more your faith grows. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, the word of Christos, because Christ is the word. Faith actually comes from Christ. And so the more we see Christ, the more our faith grows. That's why I love doing these gospel journeys, because it grows all of our faith. Well, I think this happened to the disciples on a day-to-day basis as the more they saw Jesus as Christ. Because that wasn't immediate. It's not as if they immediately understood who they were following. And even when they did understand it, it doesn't mean they didn't have all kinds of pre predisposed ways of thinking, you know, regarding militant messiahs and uprisings and things. So they're, they're shedding a lot of baggage as they go. Today we are introduced to a story in which James and John, verse 35 of Mark 10, the sons of Zebedee come to Jesus and say, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. And this seems like a rather brazen question, but before today, all I would really want to do on this podcast today is get to the bottom of why they might ask this. Before we even answer it or before we even see what Jesus will do about it, what gives these two the right to think that they could say, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask? Well, maybe what gives them the right 
and I know we could be out of chronological order here. Um, it's hard to say what happens before, what, when one thing happens before another thing. But in John 14, 14, and John 14 definitely happens um, after, or at least it, it chronologically in the scriptures happens after the Last Supper. This is the speech Jesus gives on his way to Gethsemane. Now, did he give it all in one sitting? Hard to say. So it's impossible to know if James and John have heard this yet at our spot in Mark 10 or if they hear it later. But Mark 4, John 14, 14, Jesus said, If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And I want to assume for a moment that James and John have either already heard Jesus say that or they have already picked up on that being his nature. And I think that's what gives them the boldness to come to Jesus to say, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Because they had the idea that that's the heart of Jesus, is to give you your desires. Now, we know as we study the Gospels that when Jesus talks about asking and receiving, he he talks about praying according to the Father's will. So it's not willy-nilly. It's not just whatever crosses your mind, you ask for, slap Jesus' name on it, and heaven is somehow obligated to move. James confronts that in his little letter when he says, many of you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lusts. He goes, so there's a difference in asking for the consumption of your own lust versus asking for the things that you need. And so I don't parse the difference in that. I let the Holy Spirit parse the difference in that. I do know that I've asked for things or I've prayed from a place of lust. And I mean, I was just praying for something I wanted that didn't have anything to do with my spiritual direction. And I, I've had the Holy Spirit show me the difference before. And I think you you understand what I'm talking about. You've prayed from your own lusts. And by lusts, of course, I mean the things you desire. You've prayed from covetousness or you've prayed from selfishness. These are all lusts, by the way. There's different forms of them. And so there's no obligation there. But, the, but James and John have a mentality in this text that if they ask Jesus, they'll receive what it is they ask. And Jesus responds with, what do you want me to do for you? Notice Jesus doesn't say, okay, I'll give you whatever you ask. Instead, Jesus says, well, what is it you're asking for? Which tells me that there's a difference in asking for something in Jesus' name and receiving it and asking for something according to the will of God in Jesus' name and receiving it. Because again, Jesus' response is, well, what do you want me to do? That's the safe way to answer that question. So if James and John say to Jesus, Jesus, we want you to do whatever we want, and Jesus goes, okay, cool, what do you want? <laughs> no, instead it's, well, tell me what you want. And, and we're gonna, I'm going to get into what they want tomorrow, and I'm gonna, we're going to walk through this. This is sort of a greatness by serving passage. And I'll warn you up in front of it, it's not going to look exactly like they want it to look. And that's typical of a lot of things we ask for in Christ. Have a great day. God bless.